Welcome to the Bethel World Outreach Church Podcast. It's our prayer that wherever you are in life, today's message will help you draw closer in your relationship with God. Enjoy the message. Praise God. I want to just say thank you to Bishop and Pastor Chris for the opportunity to minister to you all. I look beautiful and handsome and colorful this morning. Amen. I have a testimony for, I think, the care group. We have Gad, the tribe of Gad, that um, greeting this morning, and the all tribes that greet. Yes, let me see the hands of Gad. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. So the, if, you are, if you come here, maybe your first time, we have our Bible studies in our various communities, and we've divided them into the 12 tribes of Israel. And um, we have the tribe that is greeting this morning, and they have a testimony. The testimony had to come all the way from Sierra Leone. Yes. We have one of our men here, uh, Brother Shika Kanu. He resigned his job. That man went back home. He was a former imam, I think. That man, he is like a wild animal running behind his family members, you guys got to get saved. So listen to this. He said, God is good all the time, and I have been calling family meetings since I came to Sierra Leone to acquaint my people with Jesus Christ. Many were defiant at the earlier monthly meetings. In one of the gatherings, my mother was so upset with me, she said, leave me alone where I was since I got married to your father. She said to him, I was a little bit upset uh, too, but one of my nephews intervened between my mother and myself. I was upset because her reply was applauded by the gathering. I continued praying because the position of my mother is a make or break of my mission. The reason is that in the absence of my late father and my deceased brothers, my mother is next to be revered in the entire family. Failure to convince her means a deadlock in my mission. So I continue praying for the Holy Spirit to change her mind, and she did change her opinion about Jesus Christ. I used pictures of the crucifixion, healing, miracles, etc. She now is waking people for early morning Christian prayers. Yes, some people have openly accepted Christ while others continue to sit on the fence going to mosque and joining their Christian families in fellowship also. About 80% of my family are now receptive to the gospel. Yes, about 100% of the younger generation is they are now Christians as most of their primary school songs rhyme with the gospel songs. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That is so powerful. And it's just great to hear that testimony. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, we just thank you this morning. Thank you for Jesus. He is everything to us, Lord. You are glorious. We honor you. And we bless you, Lord. Speak to your people. Use my lips to minister Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. amen. I had a neighbor growing up in my community. 
And uh, this lady, I think her household was filled with girls. Got to be friends with the girls. And I remember one of the girls telling me this story about their mom. This day, the mom was in the kitchen. And the mom had some little kids, no boys. The boy could talk. I remember the boy's name was Mewo. And Mewo had some friends. Either, either it was Mewo's party, but he had a lot of his friends at the house that particular day. And they were getting prepared to play. So people were taking their positions as who they were going to be, their roles. And somebody said, you know, I'll be the president. Another person said, I will be the pilot, I will be the doctor, I will be the nurse. And she heard her son say this, and he shouted amongst all the children, I will be the cow. <laughs> the mother lost it. She left where she was in the kitchen, grabbed her son by the neck, carried him in the next room, kneeled on Paul that boy and said, whenever you are playing with your friends, you either be the president, you be the king, you be the doctor, but you are not going to be a cow. <laughs> so this morning I have come. Hallelujah. Just like that mother, I was going to stand on some people and tell you that when you are doing life with people, you are not going to be a cow. You are going to be a king. You are going to be a president. You will be a leader. Are you listening to me? Praise the Lord. Amen. This, uh, this, uh, this week, I posted something on my site on Facebook. I saw a, a clip on, I think it's the movie Saving Private Ryan. And uh, it's, it's, it's almost to the end of the movie. I didn't watch the entire movie, you know. So at the clip, there's a young man fighting for his life. He's being overpowered by a stronger guy. And this boy's life was in danger, and he is crying for help. And not very far from where this battle is taking place, a friend of his is just down the stairs. He has a weapon. His whole place is covered with, with, with ammunition, and he is not moving. He is crying at the very bottom of the staircase. He can hear his friend crying for help, but this guy is transfixed in fear. He's so fearful, fearful of being hurt, fearful of being wounded, fearful of being shot. And because of that, he does not go up the stairs and his friend dies. And I wanted to understand why this guy was so fearful, what led up to this place. So I went about inquiring and reading some of the posts under there. And one of the guys who posted spoke about how he watched the film with his dad, who was a veteran. And when it came to this particular part of the movie, he said his dad lost it. He said his dad lost it. His dad threw a cup to, to, to the television and said, that is the reason we don't carry pansies, we don't carry cowards on the field because people will lose their lives because of people such as that one. Imagine that. So when I saw that, that picture just stuck in my mind and I said, 
We here at Bethel, we might not be everything we need to be, but one thing we cannot be, we are not cowards. Are you listening to me? We are not cowards. We also, there are battles that are going on. There are battles going on for men, women, boys, girls in our cities, in nations. And people are waiting for us. We, like that guy down the stairs, we have the ammunition. Tell somebody we have the ammunition. What Bishop has been preaching, I've been preaching these few days. That is the ammunition. The, The word of God says in Romans 1. Yes, that the gospel, the gospel, hallelujah, the gospel is the what? The power of God. We have the gospel, which is the power of God, and it is able to effect change in people's lives. It is able to change where the battle is going. Are you listening to me? I believe it is T.L. Osborne who said, we don't need more power. What we need is more gospel. As Christians, I say it again, we don't need more what? What we need is what? More gospel. Why? Because the gospel, you understand it, it is the power of God. Hallelujah. It is not the power of man, it is the what? Power of God. Hallelujah. It is able to save people's lives. And therefore, many people are waiting on us. And God has given us stewardship. We are made custodians of certain ammunitions, certain bullets that will cause people to win battles, will cause people, this ammunition that we have will change lives, change cities, change families, change marriages if we can just cross the street, climb the stairs, talk to our neighbor, do something with what we have. Tell somebody, I'm not a coward. coward. There are some, some of our missionaries, some of us, it's not just we cross streets. We crossed cultural barriers. We went into strange territories. We learned people's language. For Bethel to be where it is, you are hewn from a rock, from a stone. And the characteristic of that stone is that we are not cowards. When I say that, I usually hear in my head, you know what it says in that advertisement? We are farmers. <laughs> we are not cowards. That's why I hear in my head. Sorry that I just like to entertain myself when I'm preaching. Hallelujah. This, ammun- <laughs> this ammunition we have can change cities, can rid our cities of drugs, can change our cities, rid our cities of gangs. Change our cities, cause our cities, the the economy to change, hallelujah. This ammunition that we have, families will change, young people's lives will change, hallelujah. We have the gospel. Tell somebody next to you, we have gospel. Hallelujah. This gospel is powerful. Hallelujah. 
Just imagine, like Bishop said, whilst we were yet sinners, while we were still in our sins and trespasses, hallelujah, God made us alive together. Tell somebody you are alive together with Jesus. When Jesus got up from the grave 2,000 years ago, you got up, hallelujah. The question is, can you believe the gospel? Tell somebody you are alive. Look, if you have something on your body that is dead, that is not functioning the way it should, according to the gospel, when Jesus was raised from the dead, hallelujah, your body, your spirit that quickens your mortal body, hallelujah, that body needs to function because now that the spirit that lives inside of you is the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. That is the gospel. Hallelujah. There's nothing impossible facing the ammunition that you and I carry. We are God carriers. Oh goodness. Hallelujah. We carry the gospel of Jesus Christ. We carry the gospel of grace. If you are a Christian, you are licensed to carry. Hallelujah! You pack an ammunition and you are like, whatever you have, this gospel is not an illegal thing according to God. Are you with me? We will therefore put our feelings aside. We will walk by faith. We will not be silent. We will lift our voice. We will put our feelings aside. Hallelujah. We will walk by faith. We will not be silent. We will lift up our voice. We will obey God. We will not look back and we will not live in fear because we are not cowards. Hallelujah. We are a This church started with only 17 persons. Now we are more than 1,500. And what we are receiving now is better than even then. What is stopping us from sharing the gospel? What is impeding us? What is holding us back from sharing the gospel? You can't say that it is you, the pastors. We are not the only one clothed with authority to share this good news. This good news that we are alive together, we are raised together, and that we are thrown together with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It is good news. Tell somebody it's good news. So I want to talk about some of the ingredients that's found in the good news. Romans 1 from 14 to 17. Paul says there, I am a debtor. I'm a debt. This is the same person who said, Oh, no man but the love. But here he says, I owe, and I owe both Greeks, barbarians, I owe the wise and the unwise. We must have this mentality that what we have, the gospel, even people like Bill Gates, even the president, I don't care how, how, how big they are, how wealthy they are, what I have, they cannot be compared to what they have. 
we must have that mentality. I owe, and this kind of debt that you owe, it will never be paid in your lifetime. Hallelujah. We owe it to the high society. We owe it to the educated. We owe it to the non-educated. We owe, hallelujah, we owe this thing to carry this gospel to people. Hallelujah. And right after that, he says there, I owe it so much so as in me, I am ready. Tell somebody, I'm ready. I am ready. Why, why, why is he ready? Because the gospel he is ready to pay on that which he owe. And he's ready to go out to go and preach this thing. And there are people who are in church who never seem to get ready. They always, like that song says, I, I cannot come. <laughs> I cannot come to the banquet. Don't bother me now. Don't trouble me now. I've married a wife. I've married someone. I need to. I bought me a cow. <laughs> yeah. I just, I can't come now. I can't preach now because I have to pay these bills. I have to do these things. I have to go to work. You guys are the pastor. You go and do that. So much excuses. And the apostle Paul says here, I'm a debtor to the Greek. I owe it. What Jesus has done to my life, what Jesus has done in my family, what Jesus has done inside of me is so good news that I owe it to mankind. I owe it to my generation. Hallelujah. I refuse to be just silent about this thing here. Hallelujah. I must share the gospel. Jeremiah says in Jeremiah 20, but if I say I will not mention this word or speak anymore in his name, his word is in my heart like fire. A fire shot up in my bones. I just can't keep silent. Are you listening to me? I must share this gospel. Tell somebody I'm ready. I'm ready to teach. I'm ready to give. I'm ready to tithe. I'm ready to prophesy. I'm ready. Tell somebody I'm ready. This morning, I have come. There's this guy who, I think is a third world nation. He, he, he transports chickens far distances. Chickens, several of them in a basket or in a cage from one city to another. Four or five chickens in a basket. All of the chickens are tied to the, in, on the feet. He says when he gets to his place, it's his job to empty the cages. All the chickens, just imagine this entire floor covered with chickens. And then he takes a knife and cuts, cuts the, the rope on the floor. And these chickens, because of the long distance they've traveled and they've been bound, that even when you remove the rope that's tying them, these chickens are still lying there like this. He said the best part of his job is after he has cut the rope to go and slap those chickens up the head. Pop, don't you know you're free? 
This morning I have come. Hallelujah. I'm not slapping chickens, but I want to slap somebody right now. You are not a coward. Hallelujah. Just imagine. Look, look at empty seats. With the gospel. Paul said, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. And then he says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Hallelujah. I think it's the same T.L. Osborne who said, the only part of the gospel that will work for you is the part you, you are not ashamed of. I say that again. The only part of the gospel that will work for you is the one that you are not ashamed of. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Hallelujah. You just got to get someone to do what? Believe. Hallelujah. It's the gospel unto salvation. What is salvation? It comes from that word sozo. Blessings, riches, healing, deliverance. Hallelujah. It's, 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 it's the gospel that brings people into another world. Hallelujah. You were in this world, the kingdom of darkness. When you receive the gospel, the gospel is able to translate you, remove you from one kingdom into another kingdom. Hallelujah. And that is good news. And nobody should be able to shut you up because you are licensed to carry. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. You see, it is the power of God. It is the what? Power of God. Thank you, Jesus. So I want to give you three points concerning this gospel. This gospel, hallelujah. Number one, this gospel is supernatural. Can you say that with me? This gospel is what? Hallelujah. In Galatians 1, Galatians 1, 11 to 12, Paul says, But I make known to you, brothers, that the gospel which I preach, or which was preached by me, it is not according to man. It is not man-made. Can you put up there the Amplified Version for me? I love the Amplified Version. In more words, it's the women's Bible. They like more words. For I want you to know, brethren, that the gospel which I proclaim and made known by me is not a man's gospel. It's not a human invention. It's not catechism. If you are here from the Catholic Church it, or the Episcopal Church, I went to catechism class. It is not a man-made idea. Hallelujah. It's not a human invention or according to or pattern after any human standard. Hallelujah. I listen to me. Continue. For indeed I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came to me through a direct revelation given by Jesus Christ, the Messiah. The gospel, hallelujah, that we have is supernatural. 
Tell somebody it's supernatural. It is supernatural in origin. It is supernatural in content. It is supernatural in results. Hallelujah. So when you carry the gospel, I'm talking about knowing what Jesus accomplished on your behalf. The gospel is a revelation of how God makes man righteous just as he, God, is righteous. Hallelujah. It's a radical revelation. It's a revolutionary revelation of how God makes you righteous. Tell somebody, I'm the righteousness of God. That is liberating. That mankind, somebody said, many other religions or all other religions, they teach lessons. It's only Christianity that gives life. All other religions, they come to teach you lessons. You do this, you do that. Only Jesus comes. He said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more. That is a good news. I'm not only human. I'm also human. <laughs> he says you will have abundant life. The life that I now live in this flesh, I live it by the faith of the Son of God who gave his life for me. His life is now my life. So I am not only human, I am also human. Get that? I'll say that again. Your bishop said, your body may be down here on earth, but your spirit is enthroned. So, you are a tripod being. Your spirit which God inhabits. You live in this body and you have a soul. You have thinking faculties. At the fall, something happened. At the fall, the flesh, which consists of the soul and the body, they usurp the authority of the spirit man. Are you listening to me? And they now have been in authority. When you got saved, Jesus came and he reversed that thing. But the, the flesh will not sit down. The flesh clogs, he tries to stop. That which Christ has done, always complaining, always wanting to be the head. But with Jesus, hallelujah, you are more than a conqueror. That is good news. Now you can do all things. Tell somebody, hallelujah. Now you can do all. You can do. You can't just say, I'm looking to assessor.com. <laughs> and trying to find your history. No, no. He says, stand for now. <laughs> All things are what? Behold, behold, behold. All things concerning me is new. I'm a new species, new in kind, new in quality. Hallelujah. That is the gospel. 
Hallelujah. It is supernatural in origin. It is supernatural in content. And it's supernatural in results. The gospel. Hallelujah. So when we know you don't, you don't, you don't be ashamed of the gospel. For those who you watched, I think, I don't know why these things have come to my mind. <laughs> yes. For those who watched the man in black, they gave that guy a small pistol and he really repudiated the small pistol. But that thing was so powerful. You know, it's so powerful. I'm telling you, the gospel is Bishop said we should not settle for the cheap gospel. Hallelujah. I refuse to continue in religion. This thing works. If you are witnessing, if you are witnessing to someone and the person is insulting you, the person is doing, don't listen to them. Someone, said, I think it's a bishop said, we should, we should be instrument-rated Christians. That as pilots, what is dark, and I'm depending upon the instruments. These instruments, I'm reading them, and they are saying everything is okay. I'm not looking at what I'm seeing. I'm not looking at what I'm feeling. The airplane may seem to be, you know, uh, going like this, going like that. I'm not listening to them. I'm looking and depending that this thing is able to take me from where I am to where I'm going. Hallelujah. It's the same way when you preach the gospel, trust that the word of God is able to effect change. It is supernatural. Hallelujah. But because we've been in religion for so long, we are like those chickens. No, 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 no. You know, you just, I don't care how to preach the thing. You are free and everything. You're just lying there. Someone needs to slap you over the head and tell you. Hallelujah. That this thing that we have is powerful. Tell somebody it's powerful. The gospel is supernatural. The gospel is unstoppable. The gospel is what? Unsto Matthew 24. I want to start from verse 9 to verse 14. The gospel is unstoppable. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. Jesus is speaking here. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Verse 10. And then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Because of lawlessness... Lawlessness will abound, and the love of many will grow cold. But he that endures to the end shall be saved. Verse 14. And this gospel, hallelujah, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached. No, listen now. The person who is saying this 
is the same one who was in the boat with his disciples. And he was asleep. And the wind and the waves were giving them hard time and they thought they were going to die. And they came to the master and said, Master, careth not that we perish. And he woke up and they say he rebuked the waves. He spoke to the waves and he said, Peace, be still. And the waves obeyed him. He was the same one in Genesis who spoke and said, let there be light. Say that. Hallelujah. Let there And there was Now listen to him. He is the one saying, and this gospel, hallelujah, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world. I don't care what the leader of Nepal says. I don't care they can build the Great Wall of China. This gospel will be preached. He said, in all the world, there is no leader who has been born or will be born who can stop this gospel. Hallelujah. There is no one who can stop this gospel. This gospel is unstoppable. Woo. I'm enjoying myself up here. Hallelujah. I remember when I was about to go to, to on a mission field from Liberia to Cameroon, a scripture in Revelation, forgot where it is, that says, before the throne, there was this great multitude of people out of every tribe, every kindred, and every town. And I saw a young man, when I read that thing, I said, every tribe, every kindred, every town. I said it again. So this gives me the right to go to a nation that I do not know and there is a tongue there. There is a tribe there. There is people there who will hear the gospel because I have the assurance from the king of kings. He said, hallelujah, out of every tribe. Hallelujah. The gospel is unstoppable. I don't care how hard the ground is. It's a supernatural thing. And no one can stand up to it. Ask Nero. Ask all of those people who tried to stop it. Find out where they are right now. And the gospel is still being preached out to today. This thing was so powerful, it caused a man to lose his job. He didn't lose his job. He quit his job. A former imam teaching in the children's church, praying online. After he went to the school of leaders on Saturdays, after he graduated, he says, I'm going back. I'm going back home. What was he depending on? He understood that the gospel is supernatural. He understood that this thing is unstoppable. Hallelujah. Say 80%. I'm praying for 100%. Hallelujah. That's that's the rock we are hewn from. 
We are not cowards. Hallelujah. We are not what? Cowards. Praise the Lord. First Peter 1, 10 to 12. When you preach this gospel, you are not alone. Tell somebody, I'm not alone. It's 10 to 12. He says, of this salvation, I tried to get different versions, but this is the best, I think. Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully. Who prophesied? These prophets prophesied of the grace that will come to you. Searching what? Or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ who was in them and was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ, that is the death and the resurrection of the Lord, and the glories that will follow. To them it was revealed that not to themselves, but to us they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you and they have preached it to you by the Holy Ghost. You are not alone. When you preach this thing, as I said, my mind works funny. All right? So for, the, for those who you are into comic and you are into uh, superheroes, you know how touch is, right? Clicks his finger and psh, the fire comes from within. There's another lady who's on the, on, on the, in that same group. Her stuff overtakes her. Shh. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, she's a shift changer. Yeah. Shift shifter. Uh, shape. Shh. Yeah, so I love that. Pastor Gladys. Pastor Gladys got the thing. <laughs> Look, when you are preaching this thing, there are times come that the Holy Ghost moves from within and he comes, he said, out of your belly. Now, he comes out and like you become Superman. No, no, no. You become a different person. You preaching and you hearing yourself preach and you say, this is not me. Because you know the things that you are saying, you did not study them. Your mouth is just moving and you are listening to someone speak in and through you. Oh, there are times I've heard Bishop preaching and Bishop changes gear. I said, that is Jesus and my pen, I'm writing down because, hey, the man of God is not that man of God. The man of God is another man of God writing through that man of God. You are not alone and it's so sweet, hallelujah. That's why I says, you are not just human. You are, you are also, hallelujah, you are, God has built you. 
All things are passed away. You are a new species. You are another kind. Hallelujah. Not made before, not seen before. It is supernatural. Whoa. Not only does the Holy Spirit help you, see the Holy Spirit, the Spirit that is from heaven, He comes to help you. He said these things, heaven stands still. Heaven is at a, the angels, <laughs> the stoop from heaven to see a human being overtaken by the Spirit of God. To work miracles, the angels are baffled. The angels, when, when you are doing that, the Spirit of God has come to help you deliver the ammunition. And therefore, it said the angels, they are stupefied. How can, what is man that thou art mindful of him? What is the son of man that you care for him, that you have made him just like yourself? Tell somebody you're not a coward. You cannot be a coward when you understand what God has done. That's why the angels were there at Jesus' birth. They couldn't understand, man, God taking up human form. When you preach the gospel, you should be anticipating angelic presence. Anticipating the Holy Ghost working with you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Father God, thank you. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you for the God. Let's go ahead and thank the Lord for the gospel. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for the gospel. Yes, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for resurrection power. We thank you for resurrection power. I cast out the spirit of fear this morning in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. You have no place to be here. We, we have not received the spirit of God for us to be fearful. God has not given us his spirit for us to be fearful in the name of Jesus. He has given you a spirit of power of love and of summer in the name of Jesus hallelujah I speak in the name of Jesus for families to be made right in the name of Jesus hallelujah in the name of Jesus your children that are lost we declare in the name of Jesus they are found today in the name of Jesus I speak to body parts thank you Lord for new kidneys in the name of Jesus thank you Lord for the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues in the name of Jesus we are not ashamed of the gospel if you're going to come to this church, you will understand that we yell yeah, we dance here, and it's all done by the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Hallelujah! We trust in God. Woo! Hallelujah. And yeah, praise the worship, come up and help me here. 
I trust in God. I know he cares for me. Hallelujah. Or on the stormy sea, though billows roll, he keeps my soul. Yes, my heavenly father watches. Come on. I trust in God. I trust in God. I know he cares for me. Or on the stormy sea. The billows roll. The billows roll. I trust him. unstable the gospel when you understand it your spirit man is primary your flesh or your body is the last your emotions your will your mind is right there in the middle they are supposed to succumb to your spirit so if there's someone here for whatever reason, you are weak up here. Always forgetting, Pastor Maima always calls this scripture, that the mind of the upright is blessed. I think I'm speaking to someone here, just like myself. You might always be forgetting things. It is time for you to cause your spirit man you know your spirit man can grow that is the weapon that we have that what makes us different through your spirit you have access to heavenly conversations you are able to hear the Spirit of God talk to you. That is yes, sir. powerful. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I trust in God. Yes. I, I know, know He cares for me. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. On mountain bleak. On mountain bleak. Or on the stormy. Wrestling, fighting a battle. It can be financial battle. 
relational battle and this thing is overpowering you I have preached the gospel this morning hallelujah you are raised with Jesus you are raised you are raised when Jesus extended your life extended hallelujah trust Jesus he keeps my soul I don't know if it was Smith Wigglesworth or one of those men of God. He was in his bed asleep and he felt an oppressive, an oppressive presence. And he walked from his bed and he said he looked at the end of his bed. And who sat there? He said, the devil sat in his room. This is what that man of God did. <laughs> and he went back to sleep. Where I am in Christ, you can't do me nothing. I am, I am raised far above. Hallelujah. That's my deliverance. And when you know that, you too can look at principalities and powers. Look them in the eyeball and then you suck your teeth. Let's go together. No weapon, fashion, form against me shall prosper. to me and he tells me go this morning I'm speaking to you slapping fear out of the way you are a warrior you are a leader and you have a weapon he said our weapon is not carnal our weapon are not man made it's powerful tell somebody it's powerful Father God, thank you. We don't settle for religiosity. We refuse to settle for man-made thing. 
as a church we thank you for the gospel Jesus is in the house Jesus is in the house Jesus is here I believe that people who have received miracles people have things have changed in your body marriages have changed here hallelujah shout with a voice of triumph shout hallelujah I told you we are not ashamed we are not cowards right so just where you standing when you say hallelujah you just turn around hallelujah in the Lord always and again I say faces so when you are using this weapon do mind the face you just deliver they can be yelling they can be doing anything the gospel penetrates spirit soul the gospel penetrates right away father we thank you Thank you, Lord. Holy Ghost, I feel like Superman. Thank you, Lord. If you are here and you say, I've never given my life to Jesus. Well, you guys are excited about something. I want that that power. And I said to you, it's not power that you need. You need more gospel. You need a comprehension of what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary for you and for me. I want to thank God, even as I gave this altar call, I want to thank God for Bishop Dallison Johnson. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for his stalwartness in preaching the gospel. I'm going through my own revival. It's like I got born again, again. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid. You know, don't be afraid. I can join you right here. Come. Come. Yes, because I'm also there. If you want to give your life or you say, I want to just reassure myself that this thing you are talking about, I have a portion of it. Then come, join me up here, and let's pray together. Is anybody here, anybody here, you say, that's what you talked about. I'm not talking about what my parents gave me. I'm not talking about religion. I'm wanting to give my life to the one who died for me whilst I was yet a sinner. 
Hallelujah. The one who rose again. And we, 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 we celebrated his resurrection. But that same day I celebrated my being raised along with him. Hallelujah. If you are here, you say, I want to also put my faith in the one who enthroned me along with him. Hallelujah. If you are here and he says, I want to be that person. Put your hands up. Let's pray for you. Father God, we just thank you this morning. Thank you for what you did in our house. Thank you, Lord. We are changed. And the world now can await no longer. As we leave this building, we release warriors. No longer, no more cowards. No cow. Talking about kings and priests of the Most High God. Give a high five to one or two persons. Thanks for listening today. If you love this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. To learn more about Bethel or to support this ministry financially, please visit us at www.bethelcityofhope.com. You can also connect with us via Facebook or Instagram at Bethel City of Hope. Thanks again. Have a great day.